Okay, good evening everybody, and Freilich and Lag Bomer, happy Lag Bomer, just, you know, very briefly, um, I, you know, I, I can't think of too many things which would be more appropriate tonight than, you know, working on a moon uh, on Lag Bomer, you know, the Lag Bomer itself is a super duper auspicious day, you know, halakhically, uh, one of the main reasons Lag Bomer is that the students of Akiva uh, die, stop dying on Lag Bomer, so... All customs really have a log boomer as a pause in the morning. There are some who continue the morning, some uh, customs end the morning on log boomer, or the next day on Lama Dalit, but all the customs have differences on log boomer because Rikiva students uh, stop dying. The, the, the other main reason, there's other reasons that are discussed, uh, of log boomer, of course, is either the birthday of Shemurukai, the day he died, the day he gave over the Kabbalah, but certainly it's a day. Uh, which is uh, uh, where it's focused on the Torah Shebenister, the, the, the hidden Torah, the, the depth of Torah. And it's also a day, you know, the two major songs uh, that are sung on, um, on, on Lag Bomer. You know, you typically you have, would have tonight had half a million Jews in Meron uh, dancing in Meron. You would have bonfires. Uh, around Israel and around the world, really. And obviously, this year is a very different year. Uh, not only Pesach was different, but Lag Bomer is different as well. But it really is a day of Rabbi Yochai. It's also the Rabbi Akiva. And of course, one of the main songs that are singing Ashrechem, Amar Rabbi Akiva, Ashrechem, Israel, Ifnimi Atemetarim, you know, praise are you, Jewish people. In front of who do you purify yourself? And the essence of Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shemur said as well, both of them, his, of course, Rabbi Akiva is Rabbi teacher, is that the ability, and one of the, one of the things which some of the Zayhar, which is the, the work of Rabbi Shemur elaborates on, is that it is never over for the Jewish people. It's never over for a soul. And all of, all you, the most important ingredient is to have a Munah in Hashem, a Munah in Hashem's Torah, and a Munah in yourself. Uh, and to believe in yourself, and to believe that you could change, and everyone can change, and it all comes from a muna of the depth of Hashem's Torah, which Rikiva, what they really pushed is, every angle of Torah is so great, and we are truly children of Hashem, Hashem gave us such a wonderful Torah. I remember I once went, used to go when I was a Bachar, in the Mir Yeshiva, to one of the probably two or three biggest Mkubalim, uh Kabbalists uh, in the world, who was a Lithuanian Rosh Hashiva. His name was Ramesha Shapiro. And I used to go to Shir um, Thursday nights for some period of time. He was a tremendous, tremendous Tamar Chacham. And I once said to someone in the Shir, it was a very hard, this was like a, a public Shir. So it wasn't like, the, the, he gave Shirim, which are, you know, off limits, and you really have to have a strong background in certain concepts. He gave Shirim Gamara and many other topics, Mishnayis. Uh, but, I said to someone, do you understand what he's saying? I was a bachar, right? there's a lot I missed, because uh, he was a very high level. And he said to me, I don't really get everything he says, but one thing I do get out of this year is that the Torah is really deep. <laughs> this is like a seasoned Tavachach, he says, one thing I do get, the Torah is really, whatever we look at on a superficial basis, uh, you know, when you learn the Zohar, uh, it goes so much deeper. Like, I was just, today I'm finished on the Amoy Mishle. And I was just like, I learned one Pasuk, 
and you look at the Mepharshim over here, I'll give you, you know, just a very brief example, um, but I thought, I was thinking about it, because like the Zohar, it, you know, the works of Kabbalah, has, it says in as his third parak, it says, Hashem b'chach me'yasad eretz karen shemayim betfuna. Hashem with wisdom created, uh, established the earth, uh, and he, he, he uh, you know, uh, molded the heavens with tuna. Now, there's ways to explain that, but this Pasuk, the works of Kabbalah have a tremendous depth about what, what, what the sphere of Chachmah is and Bina. So even Mishlei, whatever it may be, everything has more depth. And part of the Muna is to realize the depth of the Torah and the depth of Hashem's relationship to us. And there's no, you know, there's even Hasidic Shvarim, um, you know, who talk about Lagba Omer at levels of Yom Kippur as far as ability to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I, I saw... Uh, earlier today, uh, you know, the Rebbeinus and Abshitz says the following, Rebbeinus and Abshitz was the great Rebbe of Altono, the Gedele Hadur, the author of the Tumim and the Aristavash. So I'll read an English thing. The day of Lag Bomer is the Hilula the, the, of Rebbe Shumbar Echai. He died on that day and in heaven there was a joy celebration. It is fitting for everyone who possesses in awe of God in his heart to repent on that day. For the merit of Shumbar Echai will assist those come to purify themselves, and certainly one should not waste his day on the vanities of the world. It's a tremendous time of prayer. And you know what? It's, it's a day where we realize it's really never too late for anybody. Like, with the, the, the greatness, the godless Rabbi Kiva, the greatness the Zaire was given. And I said this the other night, the worst period of time, the worst period of time, so much of Rabbi Shemri Yochai himself, when he wrote the Zohar, when he, when, well, he didn't write the Zohar, actually, he taught the Zohar, but when he, when, when uh, I mean, it's his teachings. Uh, so when he um, uh, when he when he when he when he got the, the, the these giluyim these revelations, it was because he himself had a death threat. He had to be in hiding for over a decade. You know, it was the but it was the belief in the eternity of the Jewish people. So Shmuel Rechai said the Torah will never be forgotten from Kli Yisrael. Torah is going to be eternal, you know, connection to Kli to Kli Yisrael. Actually, I saw that Meron, this is in the Sefer, Lechem Shlomo says, Meron, which we all go to, where Shemir Chai is buried, is Melech Reifenem Avrachaman, right? Melech Reifenem Avrachaman, the king was a faithful and compassionate leader. So, t- so today, tonight, is a very, and tomorrow is a very auspicious day to, to pray. And I certainly would recommend, even for some of the ladies, maybe if you don't, usually don't have a matter of it, if you're able to, it's a day where there's so much to daven for, for the world and for ourselves. That you know, and it seems somewhat dark. And then the dark part to me uh, is the kfira in the world today, the, the heresy that we're stuck and that it's bad and that there's no mention of Hashem. And if you see that, it affects you. But if we see the lights, you know, the bonfires of course represent the Oyer Torah, the light of Torah, and the light of the neshama. You know, it's the light of our soul. If we feel that light, if we see that light, there's never dark. You know, it, it, it's it's always it, it's that same or that the Akiva in the worst times can be in, in, in Rishim Yochai could see us today, the eternity of the Jewish people. Are we they're maybe literal descendants, if not spiritual descendants, you know, eighteen, nineteen hundred years later, learning Hashem's Torah, celebrating Lag Bomer, wherever where it may, may be. So Lag Bomer is really an auspicious time for us to pray. It's also auspicious time to work on Amuna because Amuna, the depth of Amuna, that Hashem loves us. Hashem cares about us. 
You know, if you just believed Hashem watched the world, which is true, if you just saw Hashkacha Pratis, that there's a divine providence in the world, but you didn't know there's Hashem's love, there would be very little uh, comfort for many areas of life for Emunah Vitacha. It's because we know we're Banim Lamakom. Because we know that Hashem not only watches the world, He puts us in a situation which is best. That creates the or that creates that Hashem believes in us. I think I said this in the beginning, the Pshat of Chatzkel Abramsky. Um, maybe I didn't, I don't know if I said it, but I've said it over the years a couple of times, at least in different classes. The Pshatzko Abramsky, who was one of the Gedolim of Lithuania and uh, Russia uh, in, in the early 20th century, ultimately uh, escapes communist Russia and ends up at the head of the basin in London. And his last years were in, were in Eretz Yisrael. He has one of the most important works of Tosefta in the past first few hundred years. So Pchatz Kobanski at one point was imprisoned by the communists um, in the Soviet Union. And, you know, he was in the, in, in the gulag. Was, you know, Pchatz Kobanski was in the gulag with Stalin as the, the head of, you know, with Stalin, the person who killed millions of his own people. Right? You, can't, you can't imagine leaving the gulag. Most people never left the gulag. When I say most, the vast majority of people never left there. They were killed, they were abused. And he's sitting in this, looking, doesn't even know, by the way, that there are many people trying to get him out at the time. To his knowledge, he is cut off from the world. Um, that's it. I mean, you know, you can't... And one day he's saying, so we say, we, we, the first thing we say, thank you to Hashem. who's a living king. Uh, uh, and he gave me back my soul. Great is, we usually read it as my moon and God. But he realized at that moment, is it's Rabbi, you, your belief in me, Hashem, is great. Hashem's belief in me. That, he said, it was that belief that gave him the chizik, the strength, and that shot to get through Siberia because Shem believes in me. And, and B'tochon is, the, is it, it's essential to know that Hashem believes in us. Hashem loves us and believes in us that we could be successful wherever we are and whatever our test is. So I want to pick up where we left off last, and that's just a, 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 you know, a log of Omer thought, uh, which is connected to what we're doing. Uh, but I just want to encourage everyone to have extra prayers. Believe in yourself. Believe in Hashem. Believe in Lagba Omer. It's a time. The Ur is great. It's a tremendous day. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you need a bonfire for that. I don't think, you know, there's an Indian. You need to do is believe in the opportunity, right? And that opportunity is for the next uh, 20-some-odd hours. So I would encourage everyone uh, to do that. And having said that, of course, uh, we're talking for ourselves uh, is, is a great thing to work on. Tonight. So we, we started with Sif Chaim. And the Rebbechaim Freelander was speaking to the Panovich Yeshiva in late May 1967. And he was talking about that the Lamaisa, the, the bottom line is, the, Gans, the whole Israel, the land of the people of Israel were in, were in dire danger. It looked really, really bad. It was certainly a, a moment where people could have thrown in the towel uh, and said, there's no future here. Um, it was traumatic. It was, it was, you felt genocide, you know, with, again, if you ever want to get a feel for this, you know, look at the videos of Nasser speaking in Cairo and the 
crowds and the screams and what they're screaming to do. Uh, and, you know, the, in Syria, you can see Khafetz al-Assad do the same thing. Um, and it wasn't just there, by the way. They were in Iraq, and all these countries are having rallies to destroy Israel. And Russia was openly helping the Arabs, and nobody, nobody was openly helping little itsy-bitsy Israel. Only the Kurdish Baruch, that's what we needed, obviously. So, but the point is, is he's speaking to the yeshiva, and one thing he says, of course there was a mean said then, but you can lose track that the, in the sixth day, before, in, this, in this fear, the Shem expects me and you to change. It's, you know, when you think it's the world, you look at the geo... My, my daughter just took an AP today, geopolitics. You know, when you learn geopolitics, you know, you learn the world politics. So what do you, what do you think? It's all the big, mag, you know, ma- the, 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 you know, what's the world team? And you forget about you and I. You know, I, I, um, I teach Jewish history to the girls. And Mi'ira, my last class, I always say the same thing. Uh, in different words, but it's always the same thing. You know, I'll rehash a few things, and then I tell them, you're going out to life. And now you're going to make history. Like, you will make decisions in your life that will affect the rest of the Jewish people. You know, who you marry, how you live, what you do. Will you be part of a community? Will you build a community? You will make history. Sometimes we believe that. But when there's this ma- major thing, we feel like we're not involved. Like, COVID-19, there are all kinds of decision makers. And it's an amazing thing. Chazal say, the world is created for us, and we can change the balance of the world. Uh, but it's not just that. It's that there's a personal message, Shudder Freelander, for every single one of us. And he also pointed out an amazing thing, that it's in the moments of tension, of Yisurin, that the best comes out. The, the, most, the best, it's the most opportune moment for change. It's the most opportune moment to live the lives that we're supposed to live, to get out of our comfort zones, out of our cruise controls, out of our um, coast, because we all coast. Um, you know, even a person's overwhelmed will coast in their balance in that. They, they, there's, it's really hard to uh, make serious change. Now, even with Bali Chuva, I, I'm telling you this, um, the Almost all Bali Chuva who do amazing things by changing their lives, they almost all will change the external, because that's what it entails to be it. And internally, they'll change what's their comfort zone and they'll stop. That's almost 97%. They'll stop unless pushed. You know, so, you know, I remember I once said to a lady, I said, it's, she's, you know, I said, it's easier to put on, it's easier to put on a shaitel than to talk nicely or to, to be happy. It's a little easier to put on a shaitel change yourself, you know, to make yourself, you know, there are people who don't want to have children or don't want to get married or don't want to change their political views. Like, I remember I was talking to a, a Jew who became a religious Jew and they, they had very far, um, their views on, on certain social issues were anti-Torah. And why, why were they anti-Torah? Because they were able to subjugate themselves about a lot of things. But since they had been so politically active, and the Torah doesn't have a party, by the way, but there are certain things that are right and wrong, objectively right and wrong. There's no if and now you may say I'll still vote for a certain party. That's something else. But to think something 
is okay, which is when it's mamish chazer treif, mamish chazer treif, like the worst of virus, you know, murder or whatever, marriage, just, how does that happen? Because you're not willing to give up on your viewpoint. I'm, I'm telling you, this is, and other people, they're not willing to give up on other things. It, it, because it's hard when it comes to something that's, that's your core value. Um, and what often is the catalyst for real change, especially after you get to a plateau, is Yisurin. Is being in a situation where you are squeezed, where you really feel helpless, you really feel scared, where you realize it's beyond you, or, or, or the moment demands more. And that's actually a very opportune time to fine-tune or to make the real adjustment that we had to make anyways. Um, this is the following thing. Yachad an individual who's, who's suffering. Um, you know, as part of the, the nation or part of the, the, the world. Like in today in COVID-19, it's worldwide. It's not that just he lives in northern Italy or he's in Wuhan or in New York City or in, in an area where there's part or anywhere today there's there's economic uh, damage and, and, and real palpable uh, fear at different levels uh, or anxieties. So it's not just that you're Suffering, but even clearly, Ella Koprat cotton every little bit, every nukuda. You know, um, you have kids, and your kids are in school. I can empathize with that. Uh, your kids, and they're suffering, or they're kvetching, or you have people you can't see your mother, you can't see your father. You know, you're, you know, you're nervous, you can't go shopping. You, you, you listen, there are people who can't get their favorite ingredient. You know, they, you know. Someone told me they're they're suffering from coffee withdrawal from their favorite coffees because they can't get it. Even that, even you know, I'm not that sympathetic, but I'm a little bit, you know. Um, but you know, that's a suffering. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm sympathetic to coffee. That's, that's no coffee, but they can't go to this coffee. But I got, it, I got it. Coffee is important to you. But everything, and you can't, you know, there there are people um, who, need, who work is really empowering. Now they're they're they're. You know, someone just told me that they're 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 working harder than ever because they're scared there's going to be cuts in, in their office. So all of that, every every drop, all our sages tell us in Adam, it's a Gemara, the Talmud in Chulin, seven eight Zion, Zayin excuse me, Zayin Beis, in Adam Noikef, Noikef means like a, to cut or to to get a wound, at Spal Malmata, even a prick. Only if it's decreed up above. It's not just that you're judged at that moment. There actually has to be a, a, an announcement. An announcement. Then so-and-so is going to prick his finger. It means it's not... That every little bit, that hashkacha is so profound... That if you pricked your finger, if you had the littlest thing happen to you, or the biggest thing, obviously, it's not just judge; it's announced up above. Yes, so I can. It's even a little bit extra effort. The Talmud says if you put your hand in your pocket and you had, 
you needed to get a coin and you got a, a more coins or less, that is a degree of pain which is decreed above. Uh, and not only that, Chazal consider it as Yisurim. As Yisurim. You know, I, I, I thought of this the other day. I, I, draw, I was like in the middle of something, I dropped my paper. It was a little bit annoying because I was in the middle of something. I had to pick up my paper. Not so, not terrible at all. But I thought, oh, this should be Yisurim. Like, the inconvenience of being involved in something, like paper going flying, uh, it's, it's better to have that than a lot of other things. Obviously, you know, uh, it's, it's not a big deal, but that's what the Gemara is saying. Even that doesn't happen unless a Kodesh Baruch Hu decree, de- decrees it. Um, and the Gemara says in, in exactly this, in Erech and Tezayin Rebbeis, Arhecha and Tachlis Yisurin, how far does Yisurin go? Afilu, Afilu, Hoyshi Yad Kiss, you put your hand in your pocket, take three coins, and you only got two. That, and that's there's two things. One is that it's actually a, a, a takana, a rectification that not everything goes your way, and therefore that little bit of extra effort has a a redemptive effect. And number two is that is decreed and announced up above. Alena Ladas Shafilu Zutrosus Keelu is Mishamayim. It's Fashan Laurus Halev. You know, to 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 wake us up. Even the, little, the small things, and again, I, I must say, and again, I don't, uh, honestly, I'm, I'm far from perfect, but I, I say this, if you, the article I wrote, there are people, someone today told me, I didn't tell me, they sent me an email that their family relative sent to them, totally secular relative, just to this afternoon, who said they're sending this article to all their friends. Why? Why am I happy about that? Because, it's not, it's, it's crazy that we can live in a world where people don't feel Hashem in COVID. Uh, and, you know, anything that we can do for the world, we should try to do. But more profoundly, is for ourselves. And, I, and I'm giving this share. I, mean, I as I'm to how much I, have I changed? Am I aware of, like, you know, of feeling Hashem speaking not to the world, not to San Jose, not to New York, not to Israel, not to Jerusalem, not to... Mashiach, because it's all that's all there, but to me, to me, and to you, individually, wake up, wake up. You know, it's funny. Somebody emailed me about Mashiach. I got a lot of emails about Mashiach. Like, you know, I think that's like, this person emailed Mashiach. They're like, again. I, I don't want. I'm not. I'm just, to my knowledge, they're not doing anything. What do you email Mashiach? If Mashiach would come tomorrow, you wouldn't know what to do with yourself. Uh, I, of course, Mashiach will be good for this person too, because Mashiach is going to help claw you. So, but when you say Mashiach, what does that mean? If you're not, if you're doing nothing, if you really think Mashiach may come, right? If you really think Mashiach may come, then change your life. Davin, keep Shabbos. Mashiach, you, you, do you know what Mashiach means? Right? It's amazing, but maybe you're going to keep Shabbos and your Bishop English and all of that. You know, and so there's, it's a time where everything you know comes comes to it. I forgot to. Sorry about that. Um, Call from Andrew Brandon. Sorry. Call no. from Andrew Brandon. That was decreed, by the way. There's an announcement in Shemaim that I would forget to turn this off and I'd have a call. Okay. Um, so having a spoon in, right? 
Think who's bringing this to us? Who is the one who brings the Yisurim to us? It is an Av HaRachaman, Hashem who is our Father, who feels the pain of every single Jew. Even the wickedest kid. You know, any parent, or, or, you know, could feel this if you're, or, and the truth is, any if you could feel for all relatives um, as well, but certainly a parent feels, or a child will feel this if they see a parent suffering as well, a sibling. Like, if you're, you see, you go into a room and you see, God forbid, your child suffering, the pain it causes you. you a parent, it causes pain. If a child sees a parent suffering, pain. The pain, it hurts you. Way more than any human being. If he sees you and I in Bitsar, crying, nervous, scared, hurt, damaged, whatever it may be, Hashem has tremendous sorrow from this. It's Gemara. Pirish Rashi, She'odem Bitsar, She'poranas Ba'alav, um, Bavano, a person feels like, you know, it's happened because of my sins. That's already a mile you feel it. Shechina malashin amaris, be'ez alashin kobelas mazel aleinu, kalenim roishi. It's not, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's like, clawless. It's, it's painful. It's like a curse. It's not light, Hashem. That you, that any, that all of the suffering that a person has, kavash Hashem feels, kavach yesh Hashem yisparach, ka'av reish, Shem is bothered because this did not have to happen. It wouldn't if we would be where we're supposed to be, it wouldn't have to happen. You know, any parent who punishes a child, any teacher who has had a classroom, you know, anytime you have to, you know, she never sees in marriage, but it does happen also. Sometimes you have to put steps down in marriage. It's painful, you know? Why? Why do I? What, what, you know, I remember recently I had to tell someone, "Why are you making me to do this? I don't want to do this." You know, and Hashem, when He sees the suffering, you know, again, and we, of course, when you talk about suffering, we, we live in a very primitive, very primitive uh, world of view because we only see a little bit in the scheme of things. We don't see Gogolam reincarnation. We don't see the eternal world. We don't see Hamashiach. We don't see. We, we, we see very, you know, and that can cause questions. Um, and, you know, it's not for, we're not discussing why good things happen to Rashaim, to bad people, or bad things happen to good people. But whatever, you know, there's no, everything is mitzedek. There's always a righteousness for everything. And, and it bothers Kavyechol Hashem tremendously to have to punish uh, us at any level. The name of Dubab Rasha Muflag. You hear about a Russia, not talking about. No one this year. You're all tzaddikim. You're listening to Torah like Bomer Night. Give all the mamish. So I should Russia here. That the, the person who eats treif and does all kinds of avirus uh, and mechalal shabbos and and eats in yom kippur. All that such a person. Even that person in Paris Hashem Tzimolan. This is a child. Shechat b'meizid v'asra b'avira chamura b'yoser shalei nenesh b'skila. Because the Gemara says actually the Gemara says when a person is about to get stoned to death. Which happens once every seventy years is a lot. Uh, and then we know 
after a person stoned, they, they let him hang for uh, a short period of time. Who gets hung? And uh, uh, who gets hung? There's only two punishments. They get that uh, uh, idolatry after getting killed with a tongue. Again, this was very rare that, that it actually happened uh, in real life. But if it would, an idolater or a Magad, a person who curses the name of God with the name of God. Uh, and of course, they had to have been warned. They had to have witnesses. They had to have been warned before, and they still did this. Um, and Hechmedea, and part of the, the judgment adjudication is that they, that they clearly aware, a hundred percent, and it means if they were angry when this happened, a person cursed the name of God, and they, got, they lost a dispute, or they, they, they hurt themselves, in the middle of the day, you just curse the name of God, for no reason, but to curse the name of God, it's like, you can't take any external reason, uh, uh, it just to anger God, it means they just did it, lahakas. Uh they did it to, to provoke, out of hatred, out of wickedness, even these people, it's Hamamish number thing. There's no zchus. The basin can't let them off. Even Rakiva can't get off the hook. Like the Gemara says that a, a basin that kills every seven years is 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 bloodthirsty. The person who's being hung after being killed is is completely and totally wicked. And even so, Hashem is so in pain. The Gemara says the person. Uh, so wicked, and Hashem bothers him so much. That's our Hatnaskil Venove Marabu Rachme Hashem Isparach Kasher Mevi Tsara Akaiso. When the Jewish people, when Hashem's children, how much Kaveyachal pain does Hashem have when He sees good people, decent people, His children, right? You imagine as much as you can think of a father feeling the pain of a child. Um, you know, sometimes you're, you know, you're in, the, you're in this room in the ICU, like, there's nothing, and I, there's nothing worse than to see a child suffer. Uh, you know, to see elderly people, or to see middle age, whatever, is tragic and tearful and terrible, and, uh, but when you see a kid, we should, we should never, ever see any of this. The, anyone without, without a little pulse is in, in dying of, 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 you know, of a sickness or in pain. You can't imagine the pain. If a parent sees this kid like this, Shem Rishamayim. And much more than ever, much, much more is Hashem's pain for us. And that's even for the Rasha. How much more so when he sees righteous, good people having difficulties and suffering. Um, and you have to know that Hashem who cares. It's not just the, you know, about us. And if we're in pain, there's some message that Hashem is willing to punish us. If we call it, it's not really a punish, to wake us up, to, to motivate us. And it hurts Hashem. We think we're suffering. Oh, shelter in place or my, my job or my nervousness. It's, oh. Hashem is suffering much more than us. But he's doing it for us individually also. This is, again, this is before the Six-Day War. He's telling me, this is Bakram. He says, what is our, our, our job? What's our focus? What's our pekida, our mission, uh, during this time of danger? To strengthen ourselves. In in, in, in trusting God. And we saw Rabbeinu Yonah, 
on Mishlei, and Mishlei Parakimok Pasachavav, he quotes Rabbeinu Yoyna in Shari Tshuva, in the Gates of Repentance. He takes the Melchama Olayvecha, you go out to war and you see Sus Verechev Amramivcha, this whole army, and there's, they're making noises like with their shields, they used to bang them. Take their spears and bang, and they would have their horses to terrify the opposition. Don't be scared. Now, I discussed with the Matsudas last week. It's not you're not. Of course, there's a danger there. People die at war. No one's going to deny that. But don't be scared of the odds. Don't be scared and think Hashem can't help you. Don't be scared and think that there's Hashem not here on the battlefield. Who's harnu bazashim yira adam kitzara krovo tiyeshuas Hashem krovo balavo. And it's not just don't. Worry, uh, because Hashem is everywhere. The more you put your betach on Hashem, the more likely you're sh- to, to see Yeshua as Hashem, the salvation, a personal salvation. Um, right, close to those who fear Hashem are the salvation. This is in Perk Pehei. Surely close to those who, who fear him is his salvation. Um, and then you, you'll end up here. So you'll, you'll get a personal you know, salvation if you realize that that's after Shabbat. Torah bans us. Right? If the newspapers will tell you tomorrow, they probably some of them will, that COVID is here, the world is never going to go back. What you knew will never ever come back. You will never shake a person's hand again. And you'll never, don't believe it. They may be right even the way it looks. But there's Hashem in the world. Don't believe it. And if Hashem makes it that this way, it could be that Hashem's rotten. I have no idea. But it's not because what science appears to be that way, it's because that's what Hashem wants. Hashem wants and tomorrow is a vaccine and disappears forever and ever. Um, you know, if you would have been living in 1950 in Russia, you would never imagine, never imagine that, that, that communism would, would, would end. In fact, you probably would think, because you've been brainwashed, that it would spreading. You know, by, by you know, you people, you people think that, that the Things are forever. It doesn't nothing's forever. The one thing, things change immediately, um, and therefore don't be scared of the sakana. If Hashem wants you to, to to live and to be successful, my kids are reading this book, Lieutenant Birnbaum, now uh, about Ramir Birnbaum who went to D Day, and I, I mentioned a story that when I was talking to him on the Tilim thing, say Sadi Aleph, the Rebbe told him to say Yosheb say Israel to say to say Sadi Aleph, and it's a protection. It's Shir Shapagayim. And you know, he talks how he went to D-Day and they were wearing the... Actually, it was Victory in Europe Day last week, 75 years. Uh, you know, uh, you know they're wearing... They're all going with their body bags. But he felt a level of bitachon because he... Is, Hashem's watching over him. Even going to D-Day, where they were predicting the first waves, 50% would get killed. Um, it's Hashem. It's Hashem. Don't... There's nothing... We're not locked. There's always hope. You know, and if, if for whatever reason Hashem has a decree on a person, and, you know, there's, we don't get the whole picture, then that's the best thing that ever happened. If we do our part, if we collapse, it's not the best thing. If we do our part. 
you think, you think that it's the Romans that are going to decide the Jewish people's fate? You think that it's the, the Babylonians or the Greeks, they're going to decide our fate? No. We're going to decide our fate. Claudius will decide his own fate. How we'll do in any Nisayan will decide our fate. Don't be scared of that position. Don't be scared of a billion Arabs, a billion Muslims surrounding Israel. Just believe in Hashem. I mean, to me, you know, I have my, my um, strong issues with some of the uh, historic and even present to an extent, but much less, uh, secularism of Zionism. Um, but I think it's a miracle. I mean, it's partially a miracle. And it also is because of the Jewish faith. And there's a lot of good that came up. I, I, I'm, I'm nuanced about, I'm very happy to have a state of Israel. I'm nuanced about the religiosity of certain things, obviously, because they're problematic. doesn't mean I don't appreciate the good. I do very much. Uh, but, but I'm not, you know, but I, I think it's a miracle that Jews believe. I think it comes, even the secular Jew, and this I agree with Cook, is that even the depth of every Jew is a belief in Hashem. It's, it's unbelievable. You would think to yourself, you look at the odds of Israel, like, you've got to be out of your mind. you out of your mind. To start the country, you've got to be out of your mind. The day they started the country, they got bombed by Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv, got Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv got bombed by Egypt that day. And they knew that was going to happen. They had no army. Well, they had their mind, and they had no one support. There was, a, there was a arms boycott when the war started. They had to like get weapons to Czechoslovakia in a roundabout way, and they had no way. I mean, it was miraculous. And I believe it's because Yidin, Jews, there's a level of a moon on every Jew. That don't don't be scared, you know. Even Ben Gurion, who who who, I think, you know, whatever, you know, it's a, a person it doesn't believe in miracles in Israel. Is not a realist. Our essence is that, and certainly by by a Jew who knows better, you know, a Jew who understands that Hashem runs the world. Who, who, it's not just in their subconscious; it's in their conscious. Right? It's in their conscious. Uh, right? and, but you, it, it, and, you, and so he said there's actually a dangerous amazing thing by the way he says so you're going to say then alright you know uh, you know and actually not everyone who says this believes this but in six day war COVID Hashem ah it's going to be good it's going to be okay it's going to be great it's going to be fantastic. You know why? Because Hashem is Malik Chesed. Hashem is Chesed. You got that? That's a very big level, by the way. Easier said than done. But he puts it at the level. It's the whole challenge. You know what? Because then you think, you then, well, it's, it's all, it's nothing bad. Like you live, like, you know, you know, all, all is good. You know, you're at the, you know, whether you're real, you're real or not. But there's a danger that he says. And that is that you won't actually get the discern. You know, you need to feel the fear. And you need to feel the fear and then have bitachon. If you don't think there's a real danger, if you're living in La La Land and thinking, oh, okay, I'll for sure be okay in Six Day War because Hashem. First of all, there's nothing, there's no guarantees. Uh, but second of all, you won't feel the Yisurin. And it's not going to change your life. If a person tell, wakes up tomorrow morning and says, COVID, Hashem runs the world, all be fine. There's, that is a good approach, but there's a danger to that approach also. If it's that is, you won't change yourself. You won't make necessary changes. We're going to 
fine-tune this uh, tomorrow night uh, on, on having this balance of tremendous bitachon, but feel the, feeling the, the danger as well. Now, I mentioned this uh, a few weeks ago to Briskarov when his children were traveling with the Nazis. And Briskarov was a person of trans faith, and he literally was escaped the Nazis. Uh, it was under the Nazis, got out of them in the beginning of World War II, and you know, and, and, he, and he was thinking, be talking about how he claims that. But as he was traveling with his children, he kept telling them, Do you know the danger went in? Do you understand how dangerous this is? And he said, Because you need to first realize this arcana, and then you can change. So our goal right, has been um, to, you know, realize it's Hashem, because we're living in a world today where it's, everything is Hashem is being hidden. You know, it, we we need this class or any betachon class because we're bombarded by every article, every news, including the Jewish news, by the way, some of them, um, where it's all scaring us to death, or we're predicting this, or six months, or two years, and it doesn't mean that to be oblivious of what science or doctors we have to be, take that as far as luckily. Uh, of course, we should be aware of that, but to also know that everything comes from Hashem. And one thing, things can change with Hashem. And beyond that, to get our personal message. And the personal message is to change us. And the only way we can do that is to really realize the danger that we're in. Our own uncomfortability. There's no guarantees. Um, you know, it's, you know, if the punishment comes for us, or the or punishment, punishment sounds so, so harsh, the opportunity to change. You know, when I played basketball, if I missed the layup when I was a little kid, uh, you know, like a teenager, uh, and the team, the coach, push-ups. Right? Why do they make you do that? Because you're not supposed to miss the lay- layup. You know, a three-point shot, you can miss a layup. You miss a layup. How do you miss a layup? Right? Get down and do push-ups. Why are they doing that just to make you do push-ups? There's something to fix there. Not, not that basketball makes a big deal on anything. There's something to fix. Hashem is giving us that opportunity now. We can't lose that focus. Uh, that was true in the Six-Day War. That's true today. Okay. We're going to hold here. Uh, everybody... Have a good log be over. Uh, all your tefillahs should be answered. You should take advantage of prayers. Um, I'm gonna, I would like, I'm going to wish, I'm gonna, here's, here's what I'm going to do. We're going to end this a little bit in a nice way. I want, I'm going to wish everyone a good log be over and uh, give a bracha. And you can say amen and then we'll all give each other a bracha together because we all need to have uh, a So I'm going to just give a quick bracha. Please say amen. Uh, so I just want to wish everybody uh, a freilich and happy log be over. You should all be Zaycha to feel Hashem's love, Hashem's Hashkacha, see Hashem's light. And amongst all of the Jewish people, we should have Nachas of all the children of Israel. We should see only Bracha, and we should see Ashrecha. We should see and feel Ashrecha Mesra, how praised is the Jewish people, because we are retire ourselves. We truly are purifying ourselves in front of Hashem. And even in these challenging times, Hashem is giving us opportunities for great light. We should see that great light. We should feel that great light amongst all of the children of Israel. We should see our, our Yeshua, a redemption for the world. And Meshach Tzikenu, and Herav Yameno. Okay, so I want, I don't want to give, we should just, everyone just wish each other a good Lag Ba'omer, full of light and full of joy. Have a great Lag Ba'omer. Amen. Amen. Anyone else? Yuda, you give her next. We'll, do, we'll end with Yuda. Okay. You're, you're not clear. Just Yuda, just say good luck, Bomer.
I did too.